Hello, and welcome to AdLib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong DM and storyteller. At our table today is... Hi, I'm TJ, and I play Kirith Odell. Hi, I'm Riley, I play Grimlock Seaspray. I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. Let's get back to the story. Last time, Grimlock, Kirith, and Olivia saved Comptus Adeline Corbus's younger brother and heir, Julian, from an orc kidnapping plot. The Comptus rewarded them handsomely and offered them 300 additional gold to investigate the haunted temple, where the orcs were to hand over Julian in four nights' time. We're picking up the next morning when the group leaves Chez Fortier to head to Chateau Cording to request supplies and horses for their mission. Morning! Uh, Kirith, my dad said that there's these pancakes and waffles for you. He spent all night, stayed up all night making this huge breakfast. That's strange. I don't know you to often request large meals. Uh, The only problem is he wouldn't be able to make them without milk or eggs. Oh, Kirith's not a vegan. He just doesn't. Yes, but... Maurice Fortier thinks the reason Kirith oh, right. didn't eat food is because <laughs> Kirith is a vegan. So these pancakes are actually uh, flatbread. No nope. flour tortillas. <laughs> My dad made tacos for breakfast. <laughs> I don't know what you asked for, but flour tortillas with maple syrup. <laughs> is this a classic Elvish dish? Let's. Uh... Sure. <laughs> Just take some on the road or he will cry. Wait, there's no there's no milk or eggs in that. And just like start wolfing <laughs> them down. <laughs> so, so I was eating around the egg basket like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if we're going to go to the haunted castle or temple uh, to make them seem like the orcs are there. We've talked about maybe taking the orc cart with some of the orc supplies in it. Are we going to camp out there for four days? We should probably make sure we have uh, supplies to keep ourselves. That makes sense. Safe for that amount of time. Should we make a fake Comptus's brother? Like a straw one? I don't know how to do that. Um, we could go try to buy a scarecrow. <laughs> one of us could just disguise ourselves. Oh, mm. I think I actually even know how to do that. Hey, me too. Do you have a disguise kit? We'd have to buy one. Oh, I I believe I have the spell disguise self. <laughs> yes, then you can magically make yourself look <laughs> like someone exactly. else. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't have a disguise kit. I always just... Wish it to be true. And then it happens. Right. You're a witch. You're a witch. That's yeah. the power of positive thinking. That's how I <laughs> that's how I cast my spells too. All of Grimlock's spells are I want that guy's nose to be broken though. <laughs> Works every time. Does disguise Just self- one simple somatic component. <laughs> Just disguise uh self. It took me I got to that one late. I was like, somatic <laughs> means the actions. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, does Disguise Self do their clothing as well? Yes. Oh, okay. 
was going to say, we're going to have to ask for a pair of his pants, but <laughs> we could all dress like him. Or uh, I could disguise myself as an orc. And you could, like, look like him. Now, he has, uh, he is completely shaven, has chubby cheeks, and Kirith is gaunt and bearded. What mm-hmm. about Grimlock? Is, I think, physically, like, a foot shorter I and a foot wider. I think this might be our best bet, <laughs> and Grimlock and I can pretend to be cultists. Oh, um, yeah, that. that- Right. As There's the one guy who they already, know exactly how he looks, yep. and then a group of other people that they have a generalized As, description. Uh, actually, roll me a quick intelligence check. 11. 11. It is just as likely that they know the other orc. Like, they know who... It depends on who's going to be there, but they might know the orc cultist better than they know the yeah. kidnap victim. Right. They might know the leader, but we can possibly talk our way around that and just, we were sent. Yeah. Okay. Anything to get them close enough that we can figure out what's going on. Yeah. And maybe the temple itself will have some answers. Could be. Let's go to the castle. Uh, yeah. Head up to the, is it like, a, it's an actual like castle castle? Yes. So it is outside of the town on a hill overlooking it. Uh, and the castle had a renovation uh, a few decades back. So there is two parts to the castle. Half of it is this old dreary fortification. And the other half is very, think like French palace, wide open windows, marble, not very defensible, but much more pleasant to be in. Before we leave my house, I try to snag a bottle of wine and some good spices. I mean, they're not well protected. I know. I mean, I take them. (laughs) Here you go, Grimlock. Here's some spices. Ooh, thank you. To use when you cook our food for us. Add it to the (laughs) the giant trunk. (laughs) You wonder why my dad can never find the aromat. It is for I steal it every time I'm home. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys head through Abelant. It is, I'm assuming, very early morning that you guys are getting up. If uh, they force me. Do you force me? No, I do not care. <laughs> okay. It's probably later in the morning, like nine. <laughs> okay. So as you're heading through the streets, they are pretty busy. You can still smell from the numerous bakeries, freshly baked pastries. There are people doing various business, walking around. Uh, because the orcs never ended up attacking the town... People are talking about the alarm bells the night before, but everyone is completely at ease because none of the danger got to the town. So you head through the town, out through the north gate, and take the small winding road up the hill to the palace, uh, the pa- or sorry, the castle. The castle is still on pretty high alert. There are guards outside who are checking everyone who, who comes in. Uh, but you, when you give your names, you are very quickly... Welcomed inside. Perfect. Is anyone else like kind of concerned about the, I guess the difference in mood between the palace and the common folk, like pretty constantly the common, the common folk just seem to be going around like, you know, buying pastries and everyone else is like preparing for war, like pretty consistently. It seems like. Mm. I mean, this is the first time we've ever really encountered nobility or like the higher ups mm, yeah, I guess. but 
Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, usually I think, you know, this the pl- less you have to lose, the less, you know, you're paranoid and worried about losing well, stuff. Also, this place was attacked yesterday mm-hmm. and the sit, this village was untouched. That's true, too. So, Lord Silver Cave, the dwarven uh, steward of the castle, uh, says, ah, the, the Comptist told me to expect you. Uh, you're to meet with Emile Verger, her spymaster, and he will set you up with everything you need. Perfect. So, he takes you into a comfortable study in the old part of the castle. So, very tight gray stone walls, but there is a beautiful carpet on the floor and there are hunting trophies along the wall and as you come in there is a man who has a dark cloak over his shoulder a very stony blocky face uh, and very clenched eyes who carefully appraises you as you sit down and says um good morning uh can i offer you some coffee or orange juice sure that sounds wonderful i'd like both in a cup in the same cup so he pours them for you and hands oh. over the cup. Thanks. Um, I will take them in separate cups, please. All right. Uh, so he pours you two cups and he looks over at Kirith. Just coffee. So he pours you coffee and hands it to you. I intently watch Kirith to see if he drinks. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Makes your hands nice and warm, though. so Emil says so I understand that you're going to be uh, investigating the haunted temple on behalf of the Comptus Uh, do you know what you'll need I would like a really friendly donkey a donkey yeah for cart pulling all right why Kirith you looked like you were farting or about to say something no fine what you want something faster it's a cart. It's not going to go fast. No, I, I'm, did I argue? I said fine. <laughs> a donkey. A donkey? All right. <laughs> well, wouldn't, wouldn't a donkey be like roughly the same pace as me just pulling the cart? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm like pretty quick. I don't know. I might be faster, actually. Um, not, well, once we have the donkey, like, we can try. <laughs> you're also sev- a, a bunch weaker than a donkey. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, we would also we're we're the Comptress's elite force, <laughs> arguing about who's stronger. Grimlock or a donkey? Uh, <laughs> Later I, at the Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I don't personally have a ton of camping gear, so if we could have some kits for mm-hmm. uh, three. So he starts making a list. Uh, three tents, uh, probably. A week's rations for each of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a disguise kit. He writes that on there without a second thought. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know. I think that's everything. Um, Camping supplies, beast of burden, disguise kit. Player question. In world, do people sell just like traps? Like bear traps? Yep. We could. I, I'll 
discuss this in front of this guy? Do Did we want to try to trap things if we get there before the people? Like a snare trap or something to like, or a net, net trap? Uh, even like a, just like a hole. Yeah, I guess shovels yeah. if we want to try to dig a hole. That'll be, some of this could be days worth of work. Um, just like and a, setting up, depending on the layout of the place, it wouldn't hurt to take it with us, but it could be, it could work against us to try to disguise ourselves and then also have traps yeah, set that's up true. for the person we're supposed to be meeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then no to the traps or put a couple of nets in there. Just in case. Yeah, maybe some nets or some bear traps or something. Something, just something simple. we can set up very quickly. Yeah. Like worst case scenario, we can use the nets Retreat to haul stuff behind. Out. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have hopefully a few days to investigate the place before. They arrive. Uh, they might already be waiting there when we get there, though. Yeah. So we should go up already disguised. like. Wouldn't hurt? Yeah. Okay. Mm. So um, he rings uh, a bell, and into the room walks a tabaxi, a cat person, and he hands them the list and says, uh, can you prepare these for these fine folk and have them ready in the courtyard? Oh, and oh. a set of manacles. Set manacle, one set or multiple? Just one. All right. So nets, manacles. And he gives the list to the tabaxi and says, uh, it'll be ready in the courtyard for in a couple of hours. Uh, please enjoy your coffee and orange juice. Uh, I have a few <laughs> other things to attend to. Perfect. Damn it, guys, we should have asked for saltwater taffy. Oh, yeah. We, heck, I can't believe we didn't think of that. I mean, you're the one that promised. And you've got a couple <laughs> hours, but <laughs> the the castle might not have saltwater taffy on hand. You might need to go back down into the market. Do you guys want to go shopping? Sure. Yeah, makeover, well. makeover. Oh, maybe we should also just find some, like the disguise kit. Will it have rags and stuff? The kind of stuff you would need to look like cultists? Or should we go to grab some? The kind of stuff we need to look like cultists are what we're wearing, and maybe a great axe each. Mm, okay. Are you going to go special and, like, add a bit of a, like, tusk popping out or a fake eye patch? I think it might be best if we... Stay simple? Yeah. Did we... The the cart that was outside of the uh, the sewer entrance, didn't that have a bunch of weapons? We could probably take a great axe from yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. Great axe or mauls or whatever. Yeah. They had the metal weapons that they would normally have on the cart as they went in with the stone weapons. Cool. Great. So we're going to go shopping to see, do I know of a candy store? Yep. There is Tum Tum's Confectionery (laughs) run by a round little halfling. Let's go to Tum Tum's. I'm excited. He has a huge, uh, huge mustache that is well-groomed to circle out like walrus tusks. (laughs) He's been here since you were a kid. I show these. I hold the door open and and usher in Grimlock and Kirith. 
just looking around wide-eyed everywhere. Okay, so yeah, there are jars full of candies, and there it's this ta- this halfling with the big walrus mustache who is uh, dipping sticks to make rock candy sticks. <laughs> it's rocks that you can eat. <laughs> and and he's, he looks up and he's like, oh, a vet, welcome. That's my mom. I'm Olivia. I am so sorry. Wow, you've gotten big. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry, all humans look alike to me. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, it's a compliment. My mom is a lovely person. Um, Question, interesting request. Do you sell saltwater taffy? Uh, Third shelf, just over there. And sir, might that be some, some rock candy? That is rock candy, yes. How much do you have on you, like, right now? <laughs> so he's got, like, he's, like, building out this tree, and then he's like, uh, so these are the sticks, and then also I have, and he's got a shelf full of jars of rock candy. Can I get three of those jars? Yep, that'd be, uh, that'd be ten copper. Can I get five of those jars, actually? <laughs> yeah, uh, I could do that to you for 14 copper. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. You can hear the, the rock candy within the jars, like... Yeah. I will um, start filling a bag with salt water taffy. Okay. I fill... Uh, it's five copper a pound. Great. I'll take four pounds. Okay. How much did we promise cherry boots? A quarter? An eighth of a pound or something? Half oh, a pound. Half a pound. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll work our way through it. Actually, if we go in, it'll be nice to have like some currency with us. It's not like it's going to go bad, I think. It starts to get harder over time. Oh, yeah. Did Kirith hear you say that? <laughs> if we go in? <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm pretty zoned out. <laughs> yeah. You have no interest in this. Story. Zero. <laughs> do you have, do you have those candy pipes or candy cigarettes so I can look <laughs> like I'm smoking? The ones that puff? Yeah. yeah. Right over here. Perfect. How much is this? Uh, a pack is one copper. I'll take two. Uh, can I get one? A licorice cigar? Yep. Uh, licorice cigars are five for a copper. Okay. Wait, can... How long would it take you to make, like, just one really big one? Uh, oof, about six hours. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just take the pack then. Great. Grimlock and I are running around like kids in a candy <laughs> store. <laughs> yup. Uh, game question. Is is there a way to add like custom items to D&D Beyond? There is, but I don't know it well because I don't use it enough. Okay. Ooh, do you have chocolate that looks like poop? No, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be a funny prank. I mean, you could buy some of my beautiful, finely crafted chocolate and moosh it together. No, it's fine. Yeah, this guy is giving big grandpa energy. (laughs) (laughs) He does not like your practical jokes. Candy is for joy for everyone. (laughs) And for promoting smoking. (laughs) Yeah, joy for everyone. (laughs) We don't have studies on the health dangers of smoking in this world. Uh, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> okay, 
Um, anything else we need to do? Um, oh yeah, we have javelins. Did you? Oh, you didn't say that out loud. You want to go to a bow shop? Nah, nah. I'm not gonna spend money. <laughs> you could conceivably, though, ask the spy master for a bow. That's fair. I didn't. (laughs) Perfect. Um, You know, if he gets the bow from someone else, it's probably going to, like, snap and stab him in the eye or something. (laughs) Yeah, if if that's everything, I guess. You guys want to go for a drink before? I know it's, like, before noon, but... Mm -hmm. It's 10 a.m. I mean, that's perfect perfectly acceptable time to get some bread water we go to the bar beneath the Avalon tavern <laughs> that has like a broken billiards table this is where you and your friends hang out um or because so what bar do you take them to you can make up the bar it's called the Avalon hotel okay and mostly old people hang out there in the day <laughs> Yeah, so you get in there and there is an... It is not the bar my friends go to. I don't want to be seen with these guys, (laughs) my friends. Wow. It it, it is 10 a.m. in the morning. It is a bar of sadness, so Kirith fits right in. Mm -hmm. I tried to choose what he'd like. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, full of smoke. Most of the people in here look like they're barely animate statues as they sit there nursing beers and smoking. Permanent whiskey faces. Mm -hmm. God, I'm glad VLTs don't exist yet. Yep. (laughs) Who's the owner of the Avalanche Hotel? Um, or who's the server, basically? Who's behind the bar? Gregory Bilcut. And what's he like? He was a really strong runner in his early days, mm-hmm. but he got a leg injury, and so he only talks about a race that happened like 50 years ago. Right. And will tell anyone that he could have gone to very far in his running career. Okay. And he he gives Olivia fears of what she might turn into if she doesn't succeed as she constantly why, breaks. Why did you bring us here? <laughs> <laughs> I need to I need uh inspiration for success. We better do well. Otherwise I'll end up just like Gregory Vilkett. Also, my other brother might might stop in. So, yeah, you head into this bar, and um, so you can get a beer for two coppers here? I will buy a round. Okay. For us only. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't try to tell you the race story because there's three of you. He'd do that if you sat up at the bar with him, but... Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go up. I got the manacles as part of the disguise, but I guess I could also mm-hmm. use them as if we catch somebody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, moving statues. Do we know anything about that? Is there a... Hmm. Usually I'd go to Immerse, my teacher's house, to ask questions about stuff I didn't know. Can I just think about moving statues? Yeah, you can roll an arcana <laughs> check. Uh, you could also do that with the research papers if you were at home, but... Oh, well, we're drinking in a bar instead. 
10. 10. Uh, sometimes ghosts move statues. Sometimes wizards enchant statues so they can move on their own. And there is a magic item that can allow you to make a statue that's alive. I give all of these theories to the group. So maybe we should stop by a church. All of that sounds terrifying. I hope that uh, it's just rumors. Oh, no, the uh, the statues that are alive are actually quite charming little pets. They, they're not as fluid as you'd imagine. They're, they're very... Uh, it's like interacting with a suit of armor. They have, like, very specific joints. So it's like a chattering pair of teeth kind of thing. That also sounds terrifying. That can punch your head off. <laughs> no, it's cute. You feed them rock candy and they munch it up and it just falls all over the floor. Okay. So good thing we pre-bought the rock candy. Yeah. We're good to go. We're thinking ahead. Um, should we go to a church and get holy water? I think you can purchase some. They did say it was haunted. I think, I'm pretty sure if you give a donation or, I don't know if they straight up sell it or if it's that whole, you need to donate and. It's you need to donate. Yeah. They like to pretend they're not capitalist. Sounds like religion. (laughs) God, you're wearing off on me. I just (laughs) insulted an organization for creating its own method of. Staying afloat. Sounds right. (laughs) Wait, so imagining this rock candy, is it like those sugar crystal things or is it like the like river rock? No, it's it's sugar crystals. So done in different colors and then smashed apart and then put into a little jar so that there's several different colors in the jar. Cool. If you've ever been to a church bazaar in Alberta, (laughs) they sell them there. Exactly. Perfect. That's what I was hoping. In our childhood laundry and game room, the shelves were, like, lined with random ones of them. (laughs) I think you're going to go buy holy water, but uh, the suggested donation for a full flask of holy water is 25 gold. So it is not cheap. Um, I mean... How do you guys feel about haggling with the church? The other thing about it, though, is if you splash holy water on a fiend or the undead, they take 2d6 radiant damage. This is hidden in the player's handbook, and I don't think people realize this. Um, I will. I'll, I'll pay the 25. Who needs money? So, yeah, you head into a church of Pelor, which is a big stone building, and there is a friendly-looking human woman who is near the front, who is the priestess of the church. She has a large sun symbol on the front of her robe, and you head up towards where the holy water is. And I Is there, like, a box right next to the holy water? There is, yeah. One, two, three. I count out 25 gold pieces and okay. sadly place them in the box one at a time. Okay. And then I reach for a vial... And I pick it up. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, are other religions frowned upon or they're fine? Uh, when you say other religions, do you mean other gods within the pantheon or other pantheons? Uh, like a Lidimara. So a, a god, with, I believe, within the pantheon? Um, yes. A Lidimara is within the same pantheon. So 
uh, but there isn't a temple to Elidamara here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'll just say to her... Um, Within the same pantheon, remember, those gods are relatives or friends of each other, yeah. or they wouldn't be in the same pantheon. Yeah. Um, so. Just thinking of a good greeting for Elidamara. May joy and laughter find your heart. And she says, may the light of the sun shine upon you. And Kira throws up. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just checked out this whole time. Yeah. You're still down in the Avalon Hotel being like, I could stay here. <laughs> yeah, this is fine. I rolled a 13 to try to hide that I'm very uncomfortable. Okay. I come out with Grimlock, I guess. Uh, oh, I guess I guess Kirith stayed behind when he heard church. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be here for moral support, but these guys are like these guys are pretty intense. And what the? These guys are wimps. Paylor, pay. We're gonna beat stuff up. <laughs> it's not very smart. Just like, mm, I'm like making fun of them <laughs> as we just go. on the steps of the church. <laughs> An old lady going in gives you the stink eye. <laughs> I'll beat you up. <laughs> Stay regular. <laughs> it's another Elidamara. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you guys have anything else you want to do in town or are you heading back to get the supplies they prepared for you up at the castle? Um, get the supplies, I think. We'll take uh-huh. our little map from Figured and... Can I grab the player's handbook really quick? Yes. I'm so curious. Yeah, I'll get a... I'll stop somewhere in town and get a set of hide armor fitted. Okay. I can. Yeah. For hide armor, I'm willing to say the adjustments are fast enough that, yeah, you can... Okay. I'll just get it slipped on. Well, for you, wearing armor takes away your unarmored defense, so it's a little different, too. Mm. Yeah. The, uh, I'd imagine there's some, like, some fancy boy elven boutique that he can get it at. I don't think he's going there. I think he's probably going to those guys who are outside of town who are selling the, like, quick and dirty armor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to look like a cultist because the cultists all wore hide armor. Mm. Ah... Hmm. We can get, just get you a dirty old cloak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe disguise as like a caster or something. Just have a you know a staff and some robes. Even their caster had a maul, right? So yeah, oh, he yeah, had a sure. maul and a spear. Okay. Are mauls simple? Probably, right? Nope, they're martial. Weird. Okay. It's not that they are necessarily complicated to understand. It's that to be able to wield one effectively under duress is going to be hard. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I always thought of the proficiencies as like, you know, you're talented enough to do it, but that's that actually does make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. if you think about a mall as like, well, yeah, you just swing it at guys. You just swing a sword at guys, right? <laughs> like a rapier, you just do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you just swing a mall, you're going to throw out your back. Yeah. <laughs> but there were a lot of them using battle axes, and I believe as a dwarf, you're automatically proficient in battle axes. It's true. I will. And we remember, have... there are battle axes and great axes on the cart. Yeah. Cool. We can just hold them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can throw it on the ground. You can 
yeah, like you can take a great axe and just throw it on the ground when the fight starts. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. That's the plan. <laughs> Okie okay, dee. It'll be a nice walking stick. It's just a little, little awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like mostly like take the head off and then just like <laughs> knock it off so it's a staff. <laughs> I would like to do that. Um, yeah, can I can I loosen the loosen the head? Yes. Cool. Your I, your proficiencies are with masons, right? Yeah, masons yeah. Uh, and masons, cooks, and herbalism. Okay. Still though, this is breaking something, not making something. So. All right. So you head back up to the courtyard. The tabaxi is there waiting with a donkey that has saddlebags on it with all the other things you requested. Uh, excuse me, um, Emmeline's assistant or Emery's? Em- uh, yes, Emery is my boss. My name is Roxy. Uh, Roxy. Um, do we have food for this donkey or is that something? No, we, we gave you one week's supplies. Oh. food for you, for the donkey. Oh, very nice, very the, nice. Thank yeah. you. Don't forget to feed the donkey, please. We want it back. Does it have a name? Yes. Its name is Jeremiah. Hey, Kirith, we need to know its name. Sure. Because what if Jeremiah doesn't answer to anything but his name? He's a donkey. He doesn't even answer to that. Quite <laughs> <laughs> well, Roxy. You guys are going to have some pretty in-depth conversation. Like, you should probably know their name. It's just polite. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) To the temple! Guys, he talks to animals. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um. We make great first impressions. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Roxy. Let's get the. Uh, we will come home successful. Up to the cart, and or we won't come home hey. at all. This is Grimlock Sea Spray, and my sense I always set to follow us on social media. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Adlib Heroes. Do I get inspiration for that? Hey, everybody! Cherry Boots here. Remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast so more people can find AdLib Heroes. Or maybe Reginald and I will find you. So yeah, you guys head down to the cart. You have to take the like saddlebags they put on the donkey off, but there's, again, lots of room on the cart. The cart's like eight feet long. Okay. I'll chuck my, uh, chuck my trunk onto the, onto the cart. Yeah. The big wump. So you guys start following the map that figured prepared. Uh, pretty quickly, you get to the turning point in the road, and it is going into heavy, heavy brush. So it is going to be slower than you expected, especially taking a cart along with you. Uh, it's not going to be impossible, but anyone who tried to follow you will see which way you went through these okay. these woods. Uh, and can I get someone to roll me a survival check f- as you travel to see if the natural dangers cause you problems? I, I just assume that's going to be me. I would assume <laughs> so. Okay. 16? 16. 16. Okay. So you are heading through these 
overgrown trees. The land here is not very good. So there are, uh, there's a, there's undergrowth, but it's all like brambly vines and the trees here are a little bit scraggly. They start blocking out the sun after a little bit. So it is a pretty dark forest you're heading through. Uh, you get to the top of a hill and Kirith stops you all. Uh, on the hill across the way, you can see that there are a group of axe beaks crossing across the path. Axe beaks are uh, large two-legged birds, so they are the size of ostriches with beaks like axes. Uh, basically, you've made the survival check to successfully... Avoid it. Avoid Just it. Just wait. Yeah, you, you see the sign of them, you hear them before you run across them, and if you guys want, you can just let them cross and wait till the last couple axe beaks go away. Yeah, we can wait. Yep. I don't know what they are. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Uh, they're called axe beaks. They're majestic. Yeah, in a cut-you-apart-with-their-face sort of way. There's a rancher outside of Avalon who has some, like, domesticated... Well, he fences them in. <laughs> <laughs> Brave. Why does he have them? Do they, like, chop wood for him? I assume to eat the eggs? Oh. Pretty sure he takes the eggs. Maybe he sells them. I don't know. Or he's just weird. I don't know. Who can understand humans? That's true. Right. <clears throat> Hold up my fist for a solidarity bump. <laughs> I don't understand dwarves either. <laughs> Pull out my candy cigarette. I don't even cigarette. really understand elves, honestly. <laughs> I just get gnomes, actually. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. They're pretty all right. I just like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> garbage druid. Garbage. Yeah. So you continue along, uh, and eventually you start to see that there is a stone structure probably a little further down the path that is on top of a slight hill. Can I get everyone to make me a perception check? Uh, 19. 22. 21. Okay, excellent work, everyone. <laughs> so as you're heading towards the church, the first thing you notice is there are a couple of pleasant like campfire cooking fire lines coming off from both the the church uh, and a building nearby it there or sorry the temple and a building nearby it uh, when I say I keep saying church and temple because this is a stone structure that is basically one long room with uh, fancy windows and as you're looking at it uh, the roof has recently been reshingled with wood However, you also notice that there is a set of blinds in the woods across from the church. Someone has built a hidden camp in the trees where they can look at the church. Mm. You see that before anyone in that hidden camp would get a good view of you guys coming around the corner with your donkey pulling the wagon. Okay. I think I should go cast my spell a little further back over here mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. look like the guy. It will last one hour. 
I don't know if the person looking at the temple is like an um, enemy of our enemy and therefore our friend, or I, if that's... I think it might be best to go investigate that. Stealthily? Before, before we do anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll hold off then on casting my spell. We'll just leave the donkey, just hide the donkey in the cart kind of further back down the path. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we'll cut through the woods on foot to the blind. The donkey does not want to go backwards. Just cover him up. <laughs> <laughs> Donkeys are jerks and Jeremiah's like, mm. <laughs> Um, Come on, Jeremiah. There's, there's hay back here. Roll me an animal handling. I learned your name. Ten. Ten? So, yeah, Jeremiah just digs in. You're like, there's hay back here, and he stops moving. (laughs) I'll, like, go to to try and pet him and kind of, like, punch him in the nose a little bit by accident. (laughs) Just kind of back up immediately. Oh, my God, you guys. 22 on animal hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you just glare at him for a minute and he's like, fine. <laughs> All right. We should probably like take him off of the. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like the animal handling is actually just like, we're not going to make him walk backwards. Take him off the cart. Yeah. <laughs> walk and lead him around. <laughs> yeah. Just tie him over to a tree or something yeah. and put push the cart oh off the God. path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll. Uh, I guess try to sneak through the woods to go see what who is in that blind. Sounds good to me. <laughs> who or what? So is everyone going or is one person stealthing or what is the plan? Mm-hmm. I think it might be best if all of us go. I think potentially if you two want to stealth ahead, I'll just kind of stay like 30 feet behind you guys. And then at a certain point, I'll Way just... Way the heck back. I'll, at a certain point, I'll just stop heading towards the blind. Like, I probably won't be able to see you guys, but I'll know. I'm going to go till this part behind the blind. Okay. All right. All right. So roll me your stealth checks, uh, Kirith and Grimlock. I mean, I'm not bad at stealth, but... I am. <laughs> <laughs> if Are you? Like, actually? I have a plus two, but I don't think I've gotten above a ten. Like, I don't know what's uh, going on. not... Amazing. I have a plus four. Two is incredible. My best one. What is the heck? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You got the best stealth of all of us. <laughs> I'm staying back. It's the stealthiest way to be. <laughs> yeah, we both got under 10. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you always the one not stealthing? So you guys start heading towards the camp. And then after a moment, a voice calls out, Papato in Orkish. Yeah, that's not good. No, that's perfect. We're uh, we're bringing the the prisoner from the castle. So roll me a quick deception check. Okay, I'm mediocre at this. <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen. So he says, "Oh, good, good work." I uh, turn to Grimlock and just. Go back and get the prisoner. Should should we take him up to the the temple? No, we don't want to scare that little gnome yet. That little gnome. 
Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me anything. They just said, bring him up here. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're we're waiting for the night to come, but the gnome is here in the temple. I'll be... I'll, yeah. I'll start moving forward. Is there only the... So there's one orc kind of standing there, and he's got a javelin out, and he's... He is the orc on guard. You can see that there's a little camp behind him. There's another orc that's turning a stew pot, and there's... Uh, there are four tents here, but they are the sort of tents that hold a single person. Okay, and they're orcs. They're, they're orcs. They're full orcs. They are gray-skinned, mm-hmm. tusked, seven to eight feet tall. Okay, so you head back. Yeah, I would have went back to Olivia. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them in there, but we're, I'm bringing you over. Um, oh, I should change. <laughs> I like back even further up and I'll go grab the manacles yeah oh yes I'll go grab the manacles and then I'll take my pan flutes out and I guess as I start like playing a song like a green smoke energy like comes out from the pipes and starts to spin around me and by the time any place where the smoke is obfuscated your sight when it moves then it's reshaped into the next the thing that I'm changing into until I'm a pudgy, pudgy clean shaven rich man yeah yeah in, yeah you you met Julian yesterday so in nice I'll be wearing the clothes he was wearing yesterday mm-hmm. actually instead of in nice I'll make it look a little roughed up and like mm-hmm. a little bit of like a bruise on his head okay and yeah just his clothes a little ripped and then just put the manacles on like softly so that I feel like I could yeah. get out of them. Um, did you want a weapon? Oh, are you carrying a weapon? Yeah, I'll be carrying the uh, the loosened Great. Uh, axe. Yes. Um, I'm going to try out Julian's voice using my feet as actor. Uh, disguise self will change, change it. Oh, perfect. So Sick. then... You, you have advantage on deception checks because of disguise self. Okay. And this lasts for an hour. So, yeah. Cool. Just, okay, I'm ready. Uh, what are you doing with weapons and such? Does disguise self hide my rapier and all of that? No, it wouldn't. Could I hide it in my cloak? Yes. Uh, it's a sleight of hand check. The thing is, they're not going to be too worried about an orc cultist having extra weapons mm-hmm. so i'm not going to make you roll it even though you're attempting to hide it yeah because the thing is if they see her weapons on you they just think oh you have a preference for non-arkish weapons still mm-hmm. yeah so i'll i'll give you my rapier i'll keep a dagger on me but i'll try to hide it and then i'll keep the holy water on me and my pan flutes on me okay roll a sleight of hand check 12. 12. Okay. So yeah, you, you think you've got it hidden. Okay. So you guys head forward and, uh, the, the orc that is on guard goes to one of the tents and is speaking in orcish to the occupant of the tent. Okay. I still don't understand orcish. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then the biggest orc about eight and a half feet tall, comes out. And he comes forward and he goes, Garot. Uh, 
You, you're new, aren't you? Very. Mm. All right. You're going to need to work harder. Grumish won't like it if you only speak this dirty tongue. I, uh, Grumish will probably appreciate that I was one of the only survivors. Oh, only, only you and me and one other follower. Mm. Oh, that's that's good news. If you could speak Orcish, we might uh, we might give you your brew already, eh? Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Gross. So the uh, the rust monsters didn't make it. No, there was uh, a lot more resistance. Mm. So you are getting the sense that this really big orc doesn't care about the cultists very much. He doesn't realize the two of you are not mm. actually cultists. Sweet, because the thing is, they're recruiting ex-soldiers, which yep. both of you are. So. Mm-hmm. You fit the recruitment profile. <laughs> he doesn't ask any more questions. So the night comes in a few days? Yes. And who's up there now? Uh, there's, a, there's a known priest who's going to do the marriage. Wow, they didn't tell me anything. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to know. Apparently not. Now you're like the top cultist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> going to do the marriage between... The guy we have, yeah, between uh, Julian and uh, and uh, and Nathaniel Lorne. That's the the knight. Yes. You can roll a history check. Well, I wasn't there. I'm just kidding. If, if you don't care, we can wait until later to. Uh, I will. I will roll to see if I do know anything about it. Okay. I, ha- I got a 17 on history. Okay, so you heard this story about two years ago. Uh, Nathaniel Lorne had the rank of Chevalier, which is a step above the rank of Knight. A Chevalier owns enough land that you can't ride a horse across it in an hour. Nobles will constantly try and prove that Chevaliers are not Chevaliers. Comptus Corbus... Uh, two years ago, she cleared a path and rode across his land, making it so he was no longer a chevalier and ju- got him knocked down to the rank of knight. She spent a week cutting a path and then galloped across the path, and so he lost his title and was knocked down. Petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now he is kidnapping and marrying her heir. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Both very petty. <laughs> wow, I do not care about the outcome of this. Yeah. Except for 100 gold. Also, I don't want to marry this guy. Whatever. That's so, like, <laughs> typical, though, just, like, so disconnected from the real world. It's like, oh, this is really important. <laughs> I, I knew instantly this plot would get under Kira's <laughs> And I like his moment of disgust as it all clicks into place. And he's like, uh, uh, <laughs> I'll even like say that out loud to the, to the war chief. Just these humans have really petty ar- arguments. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> yes. But, uh, they're paying us in dire wolf cubs. Yeah, so. Fair. Fair. The currency of Kings. You say, as you walk back up with, <laughs> <laughs> use the fresh meat. I just look 
downtrodden, like head down, like just try to look really sad that I'm a captured guy. So the orc chief starts laughing and then says a bunch of stuff to you in orcish. And he like thumps you with the like haft of the great axe and yeah, he's just a jerk for a few minutes and yeah, it's not hard to pretend you hate it because I hate it. You hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And then he turns to, uh, to Grimlock and says, all right, uh, stick him up over there behind the tents. I'll stick the heck out of him. I'll go behind the tent and kind of whisper, what, what does he mean by steak? What is I think he means tie me to a steak. Oh, okay. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like do the, the worst nod of all time. It's like. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, looking around, there's yeah. the giant orc and then two or three others. There's three others. One of them is asleep. One of them is cooking. One of them is on watch. Okay. Uh, can I actually roll to make a a knot that is actually convincing, but will just pull straight away? Yep, that's a sleight of hand check. Uh, Twenty one. Yeah, your knot looks beautiful, and the thing is, if you tug on it, it'll fall apart. Cool. Perfect. All right, so. This is very much in your court. The, mm-hmm. the org chief kind of sits down and gets a bowl out to get some of the stew that's cooking on the campfire. And he turns to you and says, if you're hungry, eat. Uh, can I inspect the food to make uh-huh. sure that it's not going to, like, kill me? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have, like, cook's tools proficiency. Yeah, can... so, yeah, it would be either wisdom or intelligence, your preference, and your proficiency bonus. Okay, cool. And... Proficiency is plus two, and wisdom is plus two. Okay, so plus four. Cool. Uh, 21. 21. Uh, this is some of the three-day-old pork from the farm near Grelu, and some, like, wild mushrooms and stuff throwing in. Nothing poisonous, but oh, uh, um, with your dwarven resistance to poison, you are probably not going to have any trouble eating it. You need to make a con save versus DC five to eat this. And you would roll with advantage. I filled up on children <coughs> on the way over here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the orc chief looks at you and goes, you ate a baby. Like so many babies. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get babies? Oh, they're just on the side of the road. It was the weirdest thing. So he's, looking at you guys carefully and he says something in Orkish to the other guy, the cook, and the cook laughs. <laughs> da ba da. <laughs> <laughs> if we are starting to hit like a 45 minute mark, I will use my little copper wire that I use as a ring to message. Um, Kirith, I'm guessing, is the better liar. And I'll just message Kirith. I'll whisper. Okay, you're probably going to need to, like, take me to go poop or come over here and pretend to be playing pan flutes so I can re-up my spell. No, we're just going to kill them here. Okay. Um, I'm going to go kick the prisoner a bit. 
<laughs> um, and she's behind the tents. I'll try to f- go near while they're sitting around eating or guarding the one with the guy sleeping. Okay, so you can roll me a stealth or a deception check, your preference. Well, I am technically better at stealth, but deception has been historically better for me. <laughs> uh, I'll just go stealth. Um, can I roll to see, like, if I, like, understand what's... Well, I was going to message Grimlock next. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. So there, There's time while he sneaks to do your message. So yeah, I'll again. I'll just whisper into my copper wire ring. I'll just be like, "Grimlock, we're going to fight them. Just wait till stuff blows up, and then pounce." Okay. Um. Go ahead. Uh. Yeah. I got a twenty on stealth. All right. So yeah, you sneak to the tent. You've got. I would like to try to kill this man in his sleep. <laughs> All right, so he is incapacitated, which means you attack with advantage and any hit is a crit. So what are you? What weapon are you using? Uh, I'm going to, yeah, probably just my longsword. Okay. Like, uh, pretty not subtle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while he's on his way over there, I'm going to walk up to, I'm assuming the other orcs are like sitting around the fire? Yeah, the, the two are. The one that's on guard is a little ways away, probably about 30 feet away. Okay, I'm going to go up to one of the... The cook or the chief? I'll go up to the chief. Hey. And go up to him and be like, let me give you one of my patented back massages. <laughs> so, so as you're getting behind him, he says to you, Topanito? My favorite part of the northern orc culture. Have you been up there? No. What? So roll me a quick deception check. 14. Orcs are not a natural species. They are cults, so there isn't different cultures from different areas in this world. But they, they're like, they just think you're a weirdo. Not that you're <laughs> like, they he, just think you're dumb, not lying. <laughs> yeah, they don't realize this is a trap. They think what, like, he's obviously uncomfortable with the fact you're about to give him a massage, but he does not suspect danger. He just thinks you're a weird guy. I am a weird guy. <laughs> you say that if you like <laughs> lean I down, you're, you're rubbing his shoulders just right in his ear. I am a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then snap his neck. No. <laughs> well, I was thinking like to Poteman, just like. Yeah. And then when. Yeah. I, I understand what you're doing. You're getting in place. You're going to be able to attack him when it's time. But Wait, sorry. I have a question. There's a name for the punching the person's back type of massage? Oh, yeah. What's that called? Yeah, Tepotman. T- oh, I didn't even know I thought that. That's funny. <laughs> um, I do this. <laughs> I do this thing. So with advantage, I got an 18 to hit him. That is going to hit. And auto crit. Auto crit. The dopeness. Swinging in two hands because I have no reason not to at this point. Mm-hmm. For 15 damage. So that takes him to zero hit points. <gasps> <laughs> Orcs is scary. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. He and then is. I immediately like look around and make sure that you hit him like you you one-shotted mm-hmm. him so 
he is not going to get up. Okay. Okay. If, if he had hit points left, he would have yelled. Okay. Yeah, I just look around, make sure no one actually saw that, and then just... Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, move back over to the stakes, and I'll just, like, leave a couple of the... to where uh, Olivia's, and leave a couple of javelins on the ground for her. Okay. And then... Uh, so he turning back around, mm-hmm. he's now massaging the chief. Yeah, who looks so uncomfortable. His eyes are wide. And then there's the cook and the lookout. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will slip out of my manacles mm-hmm. and pull the awesome rope so yeah. that I'm not tied to the stake. And yeah. I'm going to pull out my pan flutes. And so... Grimlock had them. You gave them to Kirith to bring to you? I, I kept my pan oh, flutes kept and you. a dagger yes. on Sorry. me. So I pull out my pan flutes. Um, I'm going to cast sleep. Okay. To hopefully <laughs> cause some of these guys to fall asleep. So I'll just play from behind the tents. Uh, it is a 90-foot range. So okay. would I get everybody in the camp? You can. That would mean that Grimlock is one of the people within the range I when you cast. I think it's... Uh, so what you would do is you would roll your 5d8 hit points. Whoever has the lowest hit points falls asleep first. Odds are pretty good that if you center it... Yeah, I might center it a little further away then. I, I might would still have him in the, ra- in the radius, but odds are pretty good that one of them has less HP than Grimlock. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So you're centering it so you'll get... Because you can center it so you get the guard, the cook, Grimlock, and the chief. You could also do it so you get the cook and the chief, or you could do it just to the guard. Um, I could, if I can do just the cook and the chief, I could do that. If they just fall asleep, then we can try to stealthily get the guard. Uh, I'll center it on all of them. Let's play dangerous. It's 5d8 worth of hit points. So that's three plus three is six. Six. Plus seven. Thirteen. Plus three. Sixteen. Plus five. Twenty-one. Okay, so that means, uh, so what is your hit point total, Grimlock? Uh, Twenty-nine. Okay, so the guard, call even or odd. Even. So the cook falls asleep. Okay. Now it's time to draw cards because. Yeah. Sorry. Some some very, very obvious magic happened. Yeah. (laughs) I thought I'd be able to get more of them, but I did not roll very well. <laughs> you rolled not bad. This it's just a bunch of threes. Well, yeah, but this is the sleep others. works really well, like mid combat when a bunch of them have taken da- mm-hmm. a little bit of damage. Yeah, that's true. All right, but so. then it's also harder because we're all engrossed in the melee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first person to go would be the uh, the non chief orcs. Uh, one of them's asleep, and the other guard is looking the other direction and doesn't yet know that there is a problem. Okay. So next is Kirith. You are 45 feet away from the uh, from the chief and 100 feet away from the guard. 45 feet away from the chief. Hey. Yeah. Uh, what is the spell range on? 90 feet on Summon Beast. So I'm going to use my level 2 spell, Summon okay. Beast. 
what sort of beast are you summoning? Um, so uh, it will be a land beast. The beast spirit is going to take the form of, uh, okay, it has to be a small creature. So a like halfling sized rat. Okay, so basically a dire rat. Yeah. Um, and since it is a land creature, what's it got? Uh, climb speed's not important. Pack tactics, which means it has advantage on an attack roll against the creature. If at least one of the beast's allies, Grimlock is within five feet of the creature. Okay. Cool. So, a... Uh, Call forth a bestial spirit. It manifests in an unoccupied space that you can see within range. Uh, cool. So, so what, what does it look like when you cast? I start. It? I start chanting in Elvish, and you can see again the uh, uh, like brownish energy coming off the druidic totem wrapped around my wrist, and I, since it is like a spirit of nature, a bestial spirit and it can be land, air, or water, the dirt itself kind of comes up and like coalesces into this animal before taking on the actual appearance of a rat. It doesn't look like it's made out of earth anymore, but mm -hmm. it basically is. And it just, the chief, like, I guess like somewhat startled because that dude just fell asleep, like yeah. stands up and then this Well, rat, he hasn't stood up yet. A rat charges oh, him. Oh, sweet. <laughs> While he's yeah, still it's down. it's like still forming and it just manages to become solid as it collides. Yeah. And it attacks with advantage uh, with my spell attack modifier, which is plus five. The new summon beast stuff out of Tasha's is so good. So 23 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. And it does... D8 plus four plus the spell's level piercing damage. So D8 plus six. Twelve damage. Okay. He yells loudly as that happens. Oh no, it's a rat! <laughs> uh, are you moving or using a bonus action for anything? Um... <laughs> oh no, it's a rat! And I'm a spider! <laughs> and I... <laughs> like a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and then I... Uh, spider or rat? Yeah, spider. <laughs> oh no, it's a rat! <laughs> and then... Oh no, the witch got me! Uh, and then I move uh, 30... Yeah, 30 feet towards Kay. him. Bonus action to change. Yeah. And... I can I can't cast spells as a spider, but I can keep concentrating on the the rat being up. Yes. All right. Uh, so you have both pulled a six. Who has the higher initiative mod? Uh, uh, I do, I guess. Why am I bad at everything? Because <laughs> you split up your good stats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't focus on. Um. Yeah. So I will. Why does my initiative... My initiative says plus three, but my dex is only a plus two. Uh, it is jack of trades jack that's of getting trades. in there. That's actually uh, what it is. It's a, it's a weird bard trick. Um, so I will stand up, keep... I'll just kind of... As I'm standing up, can I grab one of the javelins? Yes. Okay. 
I will stand up and then move 15 feet to like see between the, the tents. Yeah. And so there's still the chief and the cook uh, are within 30 feet of each other. Yes. The cook is asleep. Yeah. So any damage to him will wake him up. I'd like to cast, I don't know if I can get the guard as well, but I'd like to cast Bane. So up to three creatures of your choice that you can see within range, which is 30 feet. So you won't be able to get him. Okay. Then I'll choose the other two, even though he's sleeping. It's yeah. not. They must make a charisma saving throw. The chief has a 15. Yeah, he's six eights. Okay. And does the guy who's asleep? Uh, he has a 17. Yeah, they both save because my save DC is 13. So I try to like play in a discordant way towards them, but they uh, both kind of don't care. Yeah. And then I will use, seeing that that's not really taking hold, I'll instead switch to more of a like positive reinforcement and I'll give uh, Bardic Inspiration to Grimlock. So you yell, hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, I, I like to think that, again, my pan flute playing is just more like in tune with what they're okay. doing. Like <laughs> when in martial arts, they play the drums yeah. to like make you do your stuff. Do, 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 Yeah, I just start playing battle music for Grimlock. <laughs> All right. Grimlock, it is your turn. Oh, no, there's a rat. And then I'm going to hit him. Okay, you attack with advantage because he is still prone. Excellent. Because you're currently still punching him in the back anyway. <laughs> uh, uh. Ten? Ten is Ooh, not rough. enough. You can uh. use your bardic inspiration. You're still just punching him in the back. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven? Still not enough. <laughs> but that's gone now. <laughs> uh, can When I miss, can I still... Yes, you can still flurry of blows. I am going to flurry of blows. Or, sorry, uh, unarmed attack. I don't know if you're spending the key point for two more attacks. Can I... You have to decide before. Okay. I will... This guy's... Ah. I, would, I would remind you that right now you have advantage to attack him. Ooh. So getting two attacks with advantage. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Flurry of blows. Okay. Uh, 22. That'll hit. For four damage. Okay. And oh, and a crit. Nice. Sick. For you only add your strength or the uh, modifier once. Yeah. Modifier once. Okay. So five damage, and he has to resist a. I think it's DC 12 strength strength check or be kicked into the fire. Okay. <laughs> and he does this at disadvantage because he's prone, uh, which is really good. He has a nine. The other roll was a 19. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so roll me a D6 for the damage from the fire. Ooh. Nice. The one that looks I mean, like we fire. did blow a bunch of spells on this, but that's fine. Six damage. So, roll me another d6, because now it's his turn. He clears surprise, but he doesn't get to do anything else, so he's still in the fire in shock. Nice. Uh, five. Five, okay. 
So just rat, punch, punch, <laughs> fire, mm-hmm. get rocked. Um, also music that did very little. Yeah, that's true. The, uh, you put the guy to sleep. The guard then clears surprise. So he's, he's like, what? And he turns around and he's heading towards the camp on his next turn. Heading towards a giant spider. Mm-hmm. And now it is time for that giant spider and his rat friend. Um, the rat friend is going to bite the guy lying down in the fire. Okay, so with <laughs> advantage. Fourteen. Not enough. Stupid rat. And the giant spider is going to move. Uh, how far away is the guard? Uh, the guard is, so you moved 15 feet last time, right? Or uh, 30. 30. 30 feet? So you, yeah, you are right up. So the guard is, he I was 100 like, feet, so he's 70 feet away. Okay. Um, uh, almost positive that my web does not have that big a range, but no, it does not. Um, so I will move all the way up to, I'll finish moving up to the, uh, chief. Yep. And bite him. Okay. Still at advantage? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I rolled a one and a two. So <laughs> a seven. Okay, so yeah, you try to bite him and he throws a bunch of coals at your face. And <laughs> Angry rat noises. Okay, Angry Olivia. Spider. Um, I will this time give an inspiration to the spider as my bonus action. And then I will throw a javelin. It's a disadvantage for the guy in the fire, isn't it? It is. I will head towards how far is the javelins? 30. 30 feet. Um, I'm going to try to insult the guy in a fire. Okay. You can't even beat a fat noble because that's <laughs> what I still look like. He has a seven. Uh, yeah, he will take two psychic damage. Okay. And disadvantage on his next attack. And disadvantage on his next attack. More importantly. Attack. <laughs> And now it is time for Grimlock. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna probably just start stomping at this guy. He's still prone, right? Yes, he's still prone, so it's still with advantage. Amazing. Oh, d- he doesn't take fire damage until his turn. Yes. Okay. Uh, twenty-two. That'll hit. Uh, four damage. Okay. No, it'd help for you stomping in a fire. Some boots. <laughs> <laughs> That'll entirely ruin the look, though. <laughs> Everyone's looking at me all the time on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and going to probably just do the second un- unarmed strike. Okay. And uh, for 13. That's not enough. Okay. Okay, so roll me 1d6 for his fire damage. Five. Five, okay. This fire is the MVP of the fight. Putting in work. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so he stands up. 
he takes a step back uh, away from, so to get out of the fire, uh, to do so, he needs to take a take a attack of opportunity from someone. Uh, he is going to step out of range of uh, out of Grimlock's range. So you get you can use your reaction to take an attack of opportunity. Amazing. Wait, does it happen before or after his movement? Uh, it happens uh, during his movement. It is because of his movement. Yeah. Okay. He moves out of your threat range, so you get an attack of opportunity. Okay, so he would be out of the fire by the time I get the attack? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's going to clear the fire because. Okay, cool. And 19. 19 hits. For four damage. Four damage, okay. I'll uh, just get him with, like, the the end of my big toe, just, like, just barely get him in a pressure point. Okay. (laughs) Uh, and then he is going to take his great axe and start hacking at the rat. No. He has a critical failure, which means the rat and the spider can take an attack of opportunity as he swings. Oh, wildly. we both do. Uh, oh, and we're both now that I'm threatening him, the rat gets advantage again because yeah. pack tactics. Pack tactics. Uh, for a thirteen, that's not enough. Okay, doesn't. Bite through his chainmail. Okay. And I will attack for 19. That'll hit. Cool. Uh, he has to roll a constitution saving throw. He has a 25. So he takes half the poison damage, but he takes six piercing first. Okay. And... Five poison damage. Okay. So that was halved already. And then he tries his second attack on the rat. Aww. Uh, and this time he has a nine. Uh, no, okay. that will not hit the rat. <laughs> All right. So that is the end of his turn. Uh, the vicious mockery helped out a lot there. Yay. <laughs> uh, and then the guard is 70 feet away from Grimlock and Kirith. So he moves 30 feet, and then he uses the orcish ability aggressive to move another 30 feet towards a hostile creature it can see. So he is 10 feet away, and he throws a javelin at the spider because the spider is scarier. That's fair. (laughs) He has a 16 to hit. I think that matches. Let me do Oh, no, that beats it. Yeah, okay. by a fair amount. So the guard ha- does seven damage to the spider. Okay. Then it is the spider's turn. I'm going to have the rat bite uh, the war chief. Okay. We should name the rat spirit that you summoned. <laughs> the rat spirit. Because uh, I assume you generally summon the same spirit. Yeah, that's fair. Skid row. <laughs> uh, I will come up with something by next session. Judas. Chuck E. Cheese. Wow, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. So with advantage, I yep. rolled a four and a five, so a ten total. So I'm going to assume that that misses again. That misses again. And then I'm going to, as the spider, just try to bite the war chief again. 
and I rolled a seven, so 13. Not enough. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Then it is Olivia's turn. Uh, I would like to throw a javelin at the now standing war chief. Okay. How far away are you? I'm at the tents. Um, so how far is the edge of the tents to the fire? Uh, about 30 feet. So yeah, I'll throw from there. Okay, I'm just checking the short range on a javelin here. Okay, yeah, you're just at short range. Perfect. Um, um, that is 19. 19, that will hit. And is it a D8 plus my dex? D6. D6 plus my dex. Uh, seven. All right. Anything oh. else? I As the spear thuds into him. Nice. Uh, go hide behind a tent. I'll use my, oh. my movement to dash kind of back five feet and five feet okay. to beside a, behind one of the tents. Okay. Uh, are you going prone? Because these are, again, like they're single-person tents, so mm. they are very, very small. Can I just squat, crouch for like <laughs> half cover? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then it is uh, Grimlock's turn. Okay. Um, how far is the guard from the fire? Uh, the guard is, uh, so he was 10 feet away, so he is 15 feet from the fire. Cool. Uh, can I go to, like to go to the other side of him so that he is in between me and the fire, kind of do a, uh, like a, a baseball slide to kind of get right in there? Yeah, you circle around to... Yeah. And... Um, Give him a, I don't know what you call it, just like the, like the... Like palm strikes? Yeah, palm strikes and, uh, you know, trying to hit nerves and, so I'll, I'll do three of those. Okay. Kind of Wing chun yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, perfect. Uh, first one misses. Second one misses. Third one misses, okay. Uh, Heck. So remember, he had a lower AC than the war chief. I didn't break it. I didn't break an eight. You didn't break an eight. Okay. Um, so yeah, you're you're running around, and when you get there, guys. you're you don't properly like plant your feet, so they're like <laughs> soft as you hit him in the hide armor. <laughs> um, More to movement. All right. So the war chief is gonna get rid of this rat. That's his goal in life. He may try. He has a nine to hit it. No. <laughs> How about a nine? <laughs> uh, also, no. All right. Uh, so, the orc that um, the orc guard yells something in orcish, and he starts running away from you, giving you an attack of opportunity. Cool. Uh, I'm going to trip. Okay. It's it's uh, at athletics acrobatics. Okay, and I can choose between. Yeah, uh, no, you have to do athletics. Uh, he gets athletics or acrobatics. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. So yeah, you just managed to trip him, knocking him prone. Cool. So he crawls five feet away from you, <laughs> gets back up, using. So he has used uh, fifteen. 20 feet of movement there, mm -hmm. 10 more feet, and then he charges the final 30 feet to the escaping prisoner. 
He's so fast. Yeah, it's their aggressive bonus action move that makes a huge difference for orcs. <laughs> and he tries to slash up Julian Corbus. And he has a critical failure. Oh my god. <laughs> so he comes charging at you and... I don't have somebody. any weapons in my hands. I have pan flutes and a uh, and, uh, javelin that I threw. So. so he comes charging forward and he slips in some mud and he's prone in front of you. Okay. What a dum-dum. Then it is <laughs> Kirith's turn. Um, Kirith is... The rat is going to try to bite this man. This orc war chief man. Pack tactics. Oh, finally. Uh, 23 to hit. That'll hit. Four. Rat, rat ticks. <laughs> Pack ticks. Uh, 10 piercing damage. All right. And then... Kirith is going to try to bite this war chief orc man. You may also still feel inspired. I may. This time I rolled okay, though. Uh, oh. 19 to hit? Yes, that hits. Four. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you're biting him. How, yeah, how dare I have, like, six character sheets for this guy. <laughs> um, four. 10 piercing damage. Okay. And then he can roll a constitution saving throw. He has a uh, 16. Okay, so he succeeds and only takes half of this. Four plus seven is 11, so he takes five poison damage. It actually rounds up. Oh, six poison damage. <laughs> because if you roll a one, you still you want still, to do Yeah, minimum damage. one damage. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you, got, you and your rat rock him severely. Nice. Uh, and then it is Olivia's turn. So there is an orc lying on the ground in front of you. I will pull out the dagger that I hit on myself. Okay. And stab down at him. Okay. You attack with advantage because he is prone. So one of those is 20, but see if I crit. Nope. Okay. So 20 to hit him. All right. For four damage. Okay. Nice. Would you like to do anything else? Mm. No, I'll save my bardic, my last bardic inspiration in case I want a cutting words him. Okay. Nice. Then it is Grimlock's turn. After being embarrassed trying, yeah. uh, trying a bunch of fancy palm strikes, I'm going to revert to basics and basically do like the Captain Falcon flying knee at, at, the, at the garden. Okay. Oh, you chase after him over to... Yeah, just sprint over and yeah. just... Dive at him. So you attack with advantage, because he's prone? Good. Uh, 12. 12, okay. Uh, so yeah, you just, he just barely rolls out of the way as you knee down beside him. Unfortunate. Okay, and I'll just go for the, uh, the second attack. Also with advantage? Yes. All right, so it was... Uh, 16. 16 will hit. Or six damage. Nice. Oh, nice. He is not looking great. And that was just a just a little offhanded, like kidney shot. Okay. Like as you like knee into the dirt, and then you just like punch him as you're punch yourself back to the standing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So <laughs> use them to get them. Yeah. <laughs> the war chief wants to get rid of this rat. I dare you. He has a natural 20. Heck. <laughs> so he does 14, 21, 24, oh uh, plus 4, 28 damage to the rat. Because <laughs> um, that was a crit. The rat who has... 30 hit points. Oh. <laughs> what? That's a beefy rat. Yeah, he's a meat tank. What is that? It's a horse. <laughs> it's, a, it's a land spirit that looks like a rat. <laughs> so he did 28. Yeah. Holy shit. Sick. That rat will outlive us all. <laughs> uh, and then he screams something in orcish. Uh which m gives the uh, the guard advantage on attack rolls until the start of the war chief's next turn. He can then make an attack as a bonus action. Yep, sounds so right. So he tries to hit the rat. One more time. Uh, he has an 18 to hit the rat. Yeah. <laughs> there he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Doing uh, 12 more damage. Yeah, and he poofs into nothing. The, it, I like the idea that it turns into like this dirt sculpture of a rat that then and then crumbles. crumbles. Uh, oh, whatever, I can bring him back later. Yeah. Uh, then it is the guard's turn, who stands up and tries to axe Olivia, looking like Julian in the legs. Okay. Uh, he has a uh, fourteen. Uh, yes, that does hit. Doing uh, 14 slashing damage. Ow, hee hee hee. Does not feel good. Yeah. He seems surprised that you're still up. Uh, now it is Kirith's turn. I try two bites, this war chief, and I rolled a two, okay. so eight. All right. Anything else? Uh, nope. Okay, <laughs> then it's Olivia's turn. Um, hmm. I mean, Grimlock's right here with me. I was like, I could disengage and try to run away, but he's clearly really good at running at things. Also, mm -hmm. I've had experience with orcs running across or that room in the in the cultists. I, I yep. shut the door and he was able to come at me. So or Orcs will always be able to outrun you. They'll always be able to catch up. Monks eventually can get away, and some rogues can. Is there a way for me to object interaction, get my rapier from Grimlock? Yes, because Grimlock will let you. So I reach out, and I just drop the dagger on the ground, keep yeah. my pan flutes in my hands, reach out, grab the rapier, and try to then, um, as I'm like, I draw it from the sheath at Grimlock's hip and use that same motion to kind of spin around and try to stab him okay. in the... Under the ribs. Uh, does a 13 hit? Just barely. Oh, yay. <laughs> you had a little trouble as you spin, like, targeting it. Yeah. For oh, uh, nine damage. He goes down. <laughs> uh, oh, my legs, my legs, my legs, <laughs> my legs, my legs, my legs. 
I'm fine. Just immediately gushing. That was so cool. I'm going to just stand here for a second. Okay. Give Olivia a slap on the shoulder. Nice spin move, buddy. (laughs) Thanks. Grimlock, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to... Can I put myself between the chief and uh, and Olivia? Very easily. Uh, the chief is thirty feet away. Oh, I misunderstood that entirely. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna. Ch- the guard ran up to Olivia, and you yeah. followed the guard. Mm-hmm. The chief and I were still fighting over by the fire. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because the guard did not want the prisoner to escape. Gotcha. I thought that Olivia was by the fire. No. Nope. No. Okay, that makes sense. Um, she does I am a close. chicken. <laughs> Why do I have the best stealth and not go first? Because that means you're the closest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I'm going to head over to the chief and uh, yeah, probably just spin, or sprint over and just try a straight kick on him. Kick. And quit fail. Kick. Uh, so yeah, you come charging at him and you're getting ready to jump on up for your kick, and he swings at you with his great axe. Riley got new dice And has for a 15. <laughs> and they hate him. They do. <laughs> um, so you said 15? Yes. Hits. Okay. He does 18 damage to you. Oh my god. <laughs> Should have used inspiration. So you still, though, have your bonus action. Oh, it doesn't cancel with the... Oh, cool. No. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, Flurry of Blows for sure. Okay. And uh, actually, wait. Can I... I wouldn't have been able to use my bonus action to do patient defense before he swings, right? No, because no. he swings as a reaction to your critical failure. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, I'm going to flurry on him then. Okay. Nice. Uh, so crit. Okay. Nice. And for, I'd like to attempt to knock him prone while I'm doing that, but first crit damage. What's the attack look like? Uh, so I did the straight kick. He sinks into me with his axe yeah. and... Probably just um, like a, a left hand, like liver shot okay. while absorbing the blow. Or uh, for nine damage. And hopefully, like the, the trip is like him like doubling over from the pain. Uh, he collapses. You knock him down. He's for super sure. tripped. <laughs> um, great. So, everybody. Is the cook just asleep right now? Yes, but he'll only be asleep for another 15 seconds. Oh, God. No, he won't. (laughs) (laughs) You guys all surround him. Well, I mean, like, yeah. The spider will go and bite him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, you guys now have captured this small orc encampment. Should we um, keep... Like this orc cult, this leader guy, like we can take these manacles. Nah, too dangerous. I figured out what's happening. Oh. Oh, okay. 
I, I'd be worried he could just break them. No, I just, I didn't know. I'll, all I know is they maybe wanted to, I don't know, he was just like pushing me. Yeah, and they're, they're, they want to marry uh, Julian. Julian to uh, Nathaniel Lorne. Yes. And some petty noble squab- nobility squabble. Uh, forced marriage so that Nathaniel Lorne can become the heir of the Comtess's lands and holdings. Do I know anything about the law? Yes. Um, if we actually, like, just rested here and went through with it, with me disguised as Julian, would Olivia be married to him or would nobody be married to him? Nobody would be married to him because you would, like, you would need to be Olivia at the wedding. So it would be under false pretenses or whatever. Yes. Should we let the plan go off and then have him go and brag to the Comtus to basically admit his own bullshit? That's hilarious. Right? Like if we just rest here, because also I don't think you can see through this illusion, but my leg is bleeding. Oh no, it shows through the illusion. <laughs> this can- hurts a lot. Yeah, he he still should be here at the prescribed time. In three days. We can tell him that we were attacked by wild animals and the rest were killed. But we'll take the... Yeah. Because that would be even better for the contest if we show up with him to like brag about what he's done and then it's like, yeah, what you did, what like... I'll drop the illusion and we'll be like, yeah, you dealt with orcs and you cults and mm-hmm. did terrible stuff. Now, keep in mind, your illusion only lasts an hour. Yeah. So we how, could do the, the how wedding How long are here. regular ceremonies? So the ceremony would probably be an hour. And then if you went directly through these woods back to Avalon, that would take another... Uh, probably about another hour to get back through these woods to Avalon. And that would mean that, like, that would depend on the night instantly going back to... Mm-hmm. But it could also be we do the ceremony and then, like, potentially, as long as I don't have to stay in his eyesight, be like... We don't know how many people he's coming with as well, though. Yeah. Well, why don't we call this session for today? You guys clear out this orcish camp and you'll have three days to figure out what you want to do. Perfect.